This week on the Lords of Grantham podcast, we run through our last-minute predictions for Downton Abbey, A New Era. We may be completely wrong on uh, things. We may be completely right. We'll see. That's the fun of it. Let's go. They live and let die. We're days away. I mean, at this point, at the time you're listening to this, we may have seen it already, but this is the Lords of Grantham final preview episode for Downton Abbey, A New Era. Corey, I know you got a bomb to drop on us, but how you doing? <laughs> I've been better, brother. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the COVID finally got me. and uh, It caught you. <laughs> it caught up to me. I was just running away and it was chasing me down the entire time. Uh, I'm doing fine, though, relatively. You know, I got another booster shot in before it got me and uh, been relatively mild the entire time. I went for a jog before I confirmed that I had it. It was very difficult, but, I, you know, I got through that. So don't worry about me. I'll be OK, but don't recommend it. <laughs> it, it <laughs> yeah, I don't you know. think anyone recommends. It's not like a like a chicken pox party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's all just get it and everything and pass it around. No, no, no. Uh, but uh yeah, ready to talk about Downton, though. I know we're getting this in just under a wire before the movie comes, out, movie comes out. A lot of people have already seen it internationally, but a lot of people stateside are getting ready uh, to, to see it now, finally. And if you have seen it and you're listening to this, there's really this is like a win-win for you because you can find out whether or not we're right or wrong. And or just laugh at us. Yeah, I mean, we called Monsieur Baudin on the Gilded Age. <laughs> yeah. I, we won't say anything else in case our listeners are not caught up on that show but we called it so yeah. this might just be the prophecy maybe we're the julian whisperers maybe or we've just seen enough enough of his stuff to kind of figure out what he's up to with his material that yeah that's fine <laughs> we we're yeah. like uh we're like the long island medium we just use context clues and and hope that we're right and, and to that point too if you want to go into the movie completely unsullied without any kind of thoughts in your head and everything then just don't listen to this but there's a good chance also that a lot of the things we say here will be entirely <laughs> off the map and probably completely wrong which is uh also kind of what you're paying for you're not paying what you're you're downloading yeah. this and listening to it for yeah so uh, how do we want to cover this Corey? we got simon curtis directing yes now did he direct the first one no he did not no did he, he is... direct did he direct Tell me, what did what, what did he direct? Uh, anything of our... Any Downton? Uh, so, his early connection is uh, to Hugh Bonneville and uh, Elizabeth McGovern's TV show uh, from 2008, uh, Freezing. So that was a mini-series. He, he, he directed three episodes of that. So he's definitely familiar with the two of them. Uh, but, yeah, I... He directed some some known stuff. My Week with Marilyn and Art of Dancing in the Rain, Goodbye Christopher Robin. Not fun movies, exactly. They're not exactly known for, for being uh, lively events, those movies. But uh, yeah, he, he's definitely familiar with, I guess, throwback movies, period pieces and stuff. So what better what better guy? Yeah, it's, he, it's good to get an actual film director because I believe the director of the first film... 
mm-hmm. was mostly a TV director who did a few Downton episodes. Yeah, the first one was right on the money. He was familiar with the cast he's done before. This guy has not done Downton Abbey at all. So it will be curious to see. I'll be curious to see what kind of influence that has on the movie itself. One of the I haven't looked any at the reviews. I've tried to avoid those, but one of the things that came up in the the summary from Rotten Tomatoes was it's a tonally a little bit all over the place. So I'm I'm wondering how much of a feel he has actually for the Downton material. Does he go a little bit too broad? Does he take it a little bit too seriously? Uh, and this is a, now not only is this a continuation of a beloved series, but it's a sequel film. Mm-hmm. of a follow-up to a beloved series. So I feel like there's a whole lot of setup here, you know? Yeah. It's not like a typical, all right, so now we're going to the big screen, or, you know, now it's too fast, too furious. No, this is a sequel of a sequel. This is mm-hmm. unprecedented, some might say. Yeah, usually these TV movies, they, they kind of flame out. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. Unless you're, you're Dragon Ball and you keep <laughs> making more and more of those. Yeah, or Sex in the City. But even then, they kind of fizzled after movie two. Well, no, right. they did have the other show. Yeah, they, they, they keep it trucking. And then, you know, the X-Files had a follow-up movie ten years later. And uh, they decided to go back to TV after that. And maybe that's what will happen to the Downton eventually, but we're not there yet because it is still making money. Uh, thus far, at least, in its early release internationally, so... We'll How see. upset do you think the whole team was at this new COVID surge? <laughs> I mean, I hope they weren't too upset. That's just where we are in the world right now. You just got to come They tried their best. It. They did everything they could. Yep. Peacock's going to come in a couple months if you're listening to this in the summertime saying, oh, I really miss Downton. It'll be streaming on there. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but either that way, we're just lucky to have more of it. And, you know, if it ever comes back to TV, we welcome it. But enjoying the, these escapades in the movies uh, and you still got Julian writing these, writing these movies so pr- pretty hyped and, yeah you know to that point though Dave is there anything that, that has been on your mind about the movie that you're curious about that you're dying to find out about once we see it one thing that I'm very curious about is how we're going to play with the ensemble because I feel like the first movie picked a handful of characters and really put a lot of focus on them. And we talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. And other characters got cast to the wayside. And I'm worried that the same characters that got the spotlight in the first movie are going to get it again. So like Tom Branson, you mean? Who got yeah, so, so much I feel spotlight. Like, I feel like we're going to get a lot of Branson. And we're a lot of Barrow. And yeah. we might get Robert and Cora as just sort of pillars rather than dynamic moving characters yeah yeah so i'm curious i mean i understand that in an ensemble film you need to have those anchors and then have the rest of the people moving around them but it would Mm -hmm. be nice if like robert and cora could do something to move the plot rather than just sort of be there they are going to the french riviera we do see that much they are on the boat (laughs) on the way going down south yeah, so the poster seems to indicate who's going where. Mm-hmm. So Carson and is tending along with them, and they'll be going down there. Uh, I think Bates as well. Let me pull up a poster on on Google because IMDb is being very slow right now. Sure. Everyone's just looking into 
information about Down Abbey for some reason right now <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> what are you seeing, Dave? Okay, here we go. This is the one I was looking for. Comingsoon.net. Mm-hmm. We have Lucy and Branson, Birdie and Edith, Robert and Cora, as well as, let me, I got to zoom in. Who's in the background? Well, those are the upstairs people that go. Yeah. Which leaves us, and, and the downstairs, it looks like we have Lady Bagshaw, Anna and Bates and Carson, I believe. Carson just shows up there. Uh, so, assumedly, Hughes is there, too. Yeah. And it but looks like the people, people that stay behind mm-hmm. are Lord Merton, Isabel, the Dowager, Mary, Barrow. Oh, no, Hughes stays is in the Downton part. Wow. And then Mosley, Daisy, Patmore, Andy, and the dog. Okay. <laughs> You're great. So are we really splitting up Carson and Hughes? I think that's an interesting dynamic to, to see how that plays out. But you know? are we calling Carson out of retirement again? Because I really don't want that. Yeah, I, think, I don't know what's going on there exactly. I think it works more functionally if Hughes is going to work and Carson's going on a free vacation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that's going to be. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of humor from him having to be on a boat going down south at his uh, advanced age at this point. Yeah, his, his, his knees and his, he's going to have those weather joints. He's going to be shaking the, all over on that boat. It's definitely going to oh, be happening. Oh, yeah. It's going to palsy is coming back hard. Absolutely. And you're bringing Bates and Carson on this trip, these two dudes that that are in, in, unable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I assume that Branson and the female that we see in the trailer, they're, they're getting married. This is probably part of their honeymoon. I do find it funny, though. That you think that's the honeymoon? I just feel like this is... Or some like part all... of their, their, you know, start to their honeymoon of some sort or something like that. I think this is like a rich people flex. They're going to check out this house. Sure. I mean, it's kind of funny that the Downton Abbey movie ends with them teeing up that Edith is pregnant. And what do we see in this one? Edith and uh, Birdie are on vacation. No kids in sight, as far as we know. It's rich people. I mean, it's the whole point of the crown is we never see them with the kids. So That is true. Lady time Rose, Downton Abbey really caught up. Lady Rose leaves her kids behind when she comes back home in the series finale. So, yeah, nothing new there. And to that point, uh, one of our listeners, uh, Maria, she corrected us that George is, in fact, in the movie. I guess IMDb hadn't updated it, but all the children are still the same. We still got the same Sibby from the show to Down Abbey 1 to Down Abbey 2. Same George, so the kids are the same. Perfect. Maybe, maybe they're part of the new era. I don't know. Nope, uh, I hope not. I mean, that's the one question I have is, are we truly seeing the start of a new era here, Dave? Is there going to be a new era definitively by the end of Down Abbey, a new era? I guess that therein lies the question is... is is someone gonna die? Is someone gonna die? I guess that we have two, three generations, four generations. Yeah. Of I mean, characters if really wanna, here. If you really want to get saucy and sideways, a, a truly a new era would be the show, the movie wrapping up with like teasing World War II being right around the corner. That's a real new era. <laughs> I mean, the show already did it with uh, Edith's ex boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, with the brown coats. So I don't know that that would be a real new era there, but. But it seems as though we have Isabel, Lord Merton, and the Dowager. Mm-hmm. As uh, from the upstairs are talking, so that's mm-hmm. sort of the oldest generation. Then Robert and Cora, and uh, Rosamond. 
And then we have Mary, Branson, Lucy, and then we have the children. So we yeah. got a, a lot of people. I think a lot of potentials for I think, anywhere. I think it, I think the anemia could strike. What do you think? Oh, you think Merton? I think I think. Didn't Julian say someone was going to get killed off? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He, he definitely promised that there's there's going to be some bittersweet moments in this movie. So did I he think say bitter? But didn't he use the phrase "killed off"? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, to get rid of certain actors. Yeah, <laughs> on the show. I don't think I don't think the Dowager goes on screen. I just don't think they're going to do Maggie Smith. They're going to keep backing that money truck up to her door until she literally can't move. I was thinking the same thing last week while watching the series finale. Uh, that you know that is the perfect swerve there, where you think the Dowager is going to eat it. This this movie, it's going to be Merton. Maybe it just pull the the rug right under us and make it someone who's yeah. You know, we can live if we, if Merton doesn't stick around, but if the Dowager goes. A lot of people are going to go, so I can see him keeping her around just a little bit longer. And and Isabel can go too, I think, especially with Bagstraw in the picture. Really, Isabel has no familial connection. Matthew's long dead. Now that would be really sad for her to go. It would be, but she's definitely a lot grayer in this movie than she was in the last one. So <laughs> I I would be shocked if they if they offed her over <laughs> the Dowager. That that'd be. Pretty bold on Julian's part. Over the Dowager? Who yeah, looks better on a poster? Well, obviously. For Downton Abbey, the, the New Era Part 2. The Wolf Pack. Obviously the Dowager, but like, the, part of the value of the Dowager is her relationship with Isabel and to, you know. Lady I mean, Bagshaw. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> you know uh, who's another think, one who could get the get the axe, who could get killed off? We already said it. He... He's on a boat. He's old. He's got the palsy. Carson? Carson. This could be the last ride just, for Carson. Do you think they just hit a wave and he just goes off the boat? He just flies off it? They're like, uh-oh. <laughs> There's a casualty. Gotta go get Carson. And he's just sinking straight to the bottom. Uh, you do bring up a good point, though, just to go back for a second, though. Bagshaw, I feel like, would be a good replacement for the Dowager if she does exit this film to kind of bring some of that repartee to the relationship with Isabel potentially or something like that. Mm-hmm. Some, I feel like it's going to be one of the characters, the characters that will pass if a character passes away. It's got to be someone that's not going to glamorize the poster. And it's got to right. be, and, and you know, could you want to, you want to speculate book crazy. It could be like, like Bates or someone like a fan favorite that's done nothing in a while. Oh, I wasn't even thinking on that terms. I was just thinking one of the dog passes away. This movie. <laughs> Just take your this, pick. We don't know dogs, what dog this is. This could be the. This could be two dogs beyond the TV show. <laughs> They're just on the boat, and then the dogs just go flying overboard. There's someone who's not going to survive this boat trip down south. I have a feeling the, we're not going to spend much time on the boat. I think you're over really over hyping the boat. <laughs> they, they they feature it prominently in the trailer that they're on a boat. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's just to illustrate that they go from one place to another. Okay. It's going to be like Indiana yeah. Jones. It's going to be a map montage. <laughs> Yeah, just a line moving across the screen. Uh, Dave, uh, on the number of lines that Bates will have in this movie, more than 10, less than 10. There's a shot of him in the trailer holding the baby. Mm-hmm. I want to say... Is it say, his baby or someone else's baby? I, it's a baby, so I, it's maybe okay. it's a little toddler at this point. I want to say more than 10, but I don't want to say... I'll say more than 10, less than 30. I mean, I think that's fair. Uh, I'm just trying to think of the first movie. Did he have more than ten in that movie? No way. Maybe <laughs> right. maybe he had fifteen. 
Okay, so maybe that's the, that's the line here. Do you think he has more lines in this movie than he had in the first movie? And that's what I'm. That's what I was saying when I was to, or trying to get at when I was saying, do they focus yeah. more on other characters? I hope just because mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like we need to we need to spend time with him. Yeah, especially in a new uh, you know new place where he's vacationing and stuff like that. Let's see him soaking up the rays a little bit. Getting yeah, that maybe maybe the humidity vacation. and the warmth. Is going to be good for his joints. Yeah, he, he won't. He'll just throw the cane away and just start walking down the street, you know. Uh, yeah. And how much time do you think we're going to spend in the French Riviera? I think, I think the first act of the movie is going to set everything up, mm-hmm. and then I think the back two, maybe they get back. So the middle of the movie will be there for sure. Okay. Or at least split between the movie being made on on Downton property and them in the French Riviera. So something like uh like the journey to the highlands where they go to the highlands, they come back at some point. Mhm. Some yeah. of them didn't even leave. <laughs> yeah, they just yeah, like O'Brien, she just stuck around up there. Uh Yeah. But I, I yeah, I don't know where where else to really go with this, you know, in terms of just I'm ready for anything with this movie, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm really curious because as much as we've honed in and narrowed in on Downton after a long time away from it, it does feel like I haven't invested as much into my curiosity of for this film the way that we did for the first one. And I think it's just yeah. because this is a sequel film. I, well, I think that's part of the, the challenge that they're up against is they definitely gave people some form of closure with the last movie just being just showing that the, the the universe continued on i think people just wanted to see that everyone was fine the story continued here there's less sense of urgency to like really mm-hmm. you know, be like come back here and stuff like that they know it'll keep continuing on uh and and that, that's yeah I'm, I'm on the same level dave where it's like i'm excited can't wait but well i'm, I'm just glad it's here uh, there's 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 not that urgency of like i need more of this back in my life right now i am ailing well, I mean, we did just down season six, most of season six, or a chunk of season six. <laughs> that, that may be part of the movie. Two. It's like just drinking too much of a soda and just being like, you know what? I don't need to finish that bottle. A little bit. You do right anyway because you bought yeah, it. You got gotta. We're, You're not dumping it. it. <laughs> no, you can't dump it. Uh, but I think we we did predict some some power rankings at least, and maybe this okay. will help focus some of our conversation. Did you do anyone going down, Dave? Did you have any predictions for that? No. I, I don't I know who... Th- I made three predictions. Okay. So at number three going down, I think... And this is how I expect it to be after walking out of the movie. This is how I expect to rank the people. Okay. Number three got Mary. And the one okay. thing we haven't touch, uh, touched on yet is the absence of Henry uh, absence of Henry Talbot in the trailer. There's mm-hmm. something going on there. There's something Not off. just the trailer. The IMDb. The posters. Posters. And we see her talking to this Hugh Dancy character, uh, who's part of whatever film production they're putting on at Downton. And he's a bit of a downgrade uh, from Matthew Good, I'd say. In terms Especially of with his like Ben Franklin haircut in this movie. Yeah, it's, it's, a, bit, it's a bit of a moppy, top, weird look. Uh, so I hope that Mary isn't divorced. And I hope that she do, does a little better than Hugh Dancy. <laughs> Because she can definitely do better than him, but we'll see how it plays hey. out in the movie. 
Maybe maybe Henry Talbot gave her an ultimatum. <laughs> we need this to get is married. Three, this is three weeks. Didn't they get married though in the in the show though? They did, There's yeah, some, yeah. <laughs> but they got to re up. I mean, we just watched it a few weeks ago, but it's like I'm pretty sure they got <laughs> number two going down. I got Carson for the same reasons. I f- I predict a lot of Carson complaining in this movie, particularly him having to travel on a boat going down the French Riviera, and then the threat of him potentially getting thrown off the boat along the way. <laughs> Or getting the shakes. That's the other worst outcome, is that he gets we off the know, boat. We didn't know, like, Julian's loading the sniper and, like, picking which cast member he hovers the crosshairs over. Like, Something oh. with the Charming Charlies happened down there in France. Oh, okay. They, they were huge stars in France. He's got to live it down somehow. There, there's going to be some something going on with Carson in this movie. I think that's something we didn't get enough of in the first movie. It's like, Carson definitely, cha- Carson definitely chafed at the royal staff being there, but... Carson's definitely at his most fun when he's just not in his element <laughs> at all. Especially if he's not working and he's just there as a guest. Yeah. Can't wait. Number one, though, going down, Henry Talbot, because I feel like something's up there. <laughs> okay. Definitely. Definitely Talbot. Interesting. We'll see. We'll see. I put together a top five going up, though, because I was teeing off of what you did last week, though, about five down, five up. Well, I did that for the series finale. Mm. Uh, I, I I came up with three. I racked my brain. I didn't want to speculate too much. So you can you can take your five and four. I'll start with Barrow at number five, just okay. because we we see him and Simon West, the actor Simon West, making glances at each other. So Dominic I, West. I, Dominic West. I'm sorry. It's not the not the director, not the director of Con Air. <laughs> uh, or Expendables Two. <laughs> Uh, I got him confused with Simon Curtis, who's the director of this movie, and then also Dominic West. It happens. Simon West, yeah, that's a combination too. Anyways, so uh, yeah, something happens with him and Dominic West, I think. You can't just. I like, mean, yeah, you, 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 that's teed off. Yeah. Number four, Branson, we see getting married. So I think he'll have a happy day at least. So he'll end up okay. Okay. Dave, you can now take the reins. Who's, who's your number three going up? My number three is the Dowager. Okay, because we know this is her French Riviera that she's getting, that her house in the French Riviera that she is inheriting or, or getting from yeah. this this person, this old beau in her life, and I mm. think that she played such a sort of. We talked about it last time with the first movie. She's a bit of a, a grouch the whole time, yeah, and it seems very off character for her to spend so much time being kind of hateful. Like goofy and hateful towards Bagshaw about this inheritance, and then for her to basically say I'm dying at the end of the movie, it it seemed it left a sour taste in my mouth about the Dowager's place in this whole thing, and I think if this sort of change of scenery is at the behest of her, then I think we're gonna yeah. get some some more concrete goodness out of her and some mystery out of her rather than just sort of bitter negativity. Hmm. Yeah, I, I can see that for sure. Well, for me at number three, I got Bates. Just because he has to have more to do in this movie than the last movie. They can't possibly do him dirtier than they did last time. I hope. I can hope. <laughs> so he's got to be going up. He's got to be. Okay. But Dave, who's going up at number two for you? My number two is Barrow. Because I think that we spent okay. so much time establishing him. And I think that... Julian cannot shy away from where the attention is going to go and the 
babyface good guy Tom Barrow. He's you know been to a gay bar. He's kissed a guy. You know, he's he's lived a bit, and I think yeah. that there are certain characters that you can choose to not spend time with in movie two, and I don't think he's one that you can put into the background. He's done too much. There's too, mm-hmm. there's too much stock in him leaving movie one. I think in general too, when you think about just how Downton Abbey operated. Carson was a large character in the show just because he was the head butler, so he would just naturally show up in every scene and stuff. And hopefully, we mm-hmm. get to see more of Barrow in that role in this movie of just doing his job and being present at all times to help the family. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, we we talk about it. We talked about it last time. I think Rob James Collier still has a lot of juice in the tank, and I think the more the more shine you put on him, the more the more you're going to do good at making him a star of it in his yeah. own right. Well, number two, I got Mosley going up. You uh, got to... Come on. You got to resolve the whole thing with him and Baxter. If they don't connect the two in this movie, when are they going to do it? Move on. If okay. I did a negative power ranking, Mosley would be on it. You think... Really? I think he's going to... I think he's going to do the exact same thing. He's going to walk <laughs> on screen when the, they're doing a take and he's going to go like... Huh? And and that's going to be it for Mosley. Well, and you know what's going to happen is Baxter's going to compliment him, and something's definitely going to go up. So, Mosley at number two. <laughs> at his advanced age? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We will see. It's a new era, baby. <laughs> Let's hope. Who's number one going up for you, Dave? I think for all the reasons you had her going down, I got mm-hmm. Lady Mary going up. Number okay. one. I think we've spent so much time speculating why Henry Talbot's not there, what's going on with with Will Graham from Hannibal. Mm -hmm. Why is all this happening? Lady Mary didn't do much as far as advancing the plot in the first and this is the same reason I'm talking about the Dowager but without the bitterness. Yeah. Lady Mary was just sort of a pillar last time around. She was just establishing establishing herself as sort of the steadfast leader of Downton Abbey. And I think whatever reason Henry Talbot is not there is going to be fuel for her to be this strong independent person who facilitates this film being made. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to, I think she's going to really take the reins and you know, you see in this poster, she's got her arm around the dowager shoulder. I think this is very symbolic of the actual passing of the torch rather than just saying they're passing the torch. Yeah. I, I think that's a fair, uh, you know, Expectation, especially calling it New Era and how much they teed up uh, Mary kind of taking over the household and stuff. But I got the Dowager at number one because I don't think she's going anywhere, man. <laughs> I don't think she's passing away. I think it's all... I don't think she's passing away either. No. I, I think I think it's all just a, a hoodwink there from Julian making us think it's going to go one way, but it's going to go another. And I think the Dowager is actually going to say, I'm taking this new place I'm going to be living at down in France. I'm going to live it up my, the rest of my remaining years. I'm not going anywhere except to this nice, humble abode I got going on down here. Or you guys go stay down there. I'm taking back down. I'm just going to. It's my house it. now. Yeah, I'm moving back in. So I think the Dowager is going to come out on top of this one. Yep. Okay. All right. We'll see. We'll see. There's a high, high likelihood. Completely wrong on this, but never say never. Yeah. We know that Julian cares about pleasing his fans. Any final predictions for the movie, Dave? My final prediction is Andy is unhappy. I, yeah, we gotta we gotta figure out what's going on with him and Daisy. <laughs> Daisy's one update. that we 
Easy date, you know, talk about down rankings. If I had to do it off the cuff down power rankings, I think Carson, I think Mosley, and I think Andy and Daisy. Okay, because I think I think Andy doesn't know what he's getting into. So he's going to regret getting married. <laughs> Is he even married? We don't even know. That's true. Yeah, and and Spratt and Danker. Yep, if we think up. Danker might be back. We saw an IMDb, IMDb listing at one point. Not sure if it was confirmed, though. You know Sprite's uh, not coming back. Sprite's got that Ted Lasso money. Yeah, exactly. But, what uh, about you? Any big predictions, Corey? Anything from your point of view? You know, if they really want to start a new era and really go for it, just, you know, it's published. The movie's being distributed by Universal uh, around the world. And... Uh, they are also releasing Jurassic World in June. If they really want to throw us for a loop, they go down to the French Riviera, and there's a Triceratops there. And then Robert just turns to the camera and says, Crikey. And then they cut to black. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like, a, a Toretto descendant is there. Oh, man. If they want to go Fast and Furious, I mean, that's the ideal there. <laughs> there if they want to cross over with other Universal franchises. The Shaw family? <laughs> the Shaw family, or... There's, you know, uh, Talbot and Branson's uh, auto body shop. It gets, yeah, bought out by the Shaws, and they inherit it. <laughs> or Cypher, C- Charlie's Theron. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then that's their end to the, the Fast and Fury, uh, Furious universe. I mean, they're both heavily family-oriented franchises. Yeah. Anything's possible. Or, or you know, the Back to the Future car shows up and says, we need someone to drive this car. Talbot, get in. And then they just drive off. That's the first scene of the movie. It's like the beginning <laughs> of Predator. There's yeah. just like a sci-fi interlude for no reason. You're like, okay. We hear right. how desperate Universal is for more and more franchises. And so they just got to crossbreed them eventually. Yeah, the dark really. universe can come in. I mean, King Tut is in the basement. He comes <laughs> Why up. Why not? Why not? Well, yeah, that's true. They, they, they did. The Carnarvons are responsible for finding King Tut. They helped fund that expedition. So the mummy is there at Downton. And then Brenda Fraser rolls up and he's just like, has anyone seen a mummy around here? Even though, the, doesn't the mummy take place in like the 40s or the 50s? No, it takes place in the 1920s and 30s. Okay, it's been forever. Actually, the timeline actually, oh my gosh, it, it lines up perfectly with the with the with these movies. Let's get Fraser back there. Let, let's get. Uh, he would be a good. He'd be a good fit. Yeah, let's do it. The mummy returns <laughs> slash a new era. Yeah. Um. People are just like, yeah, just shut up. <laughs> just go see them. We go for half an hour. That's enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about anymore. Uh, Dave, have you been watching anything else? A little bit. Uh, I, I, I watched the first like four of the, what's the, the, the Nick Lachey one. The, we already talked oh, about the ultimatum. the ultimatum. Yeah. The ultimatum. Did you, what do you think? I think it moved. It spends what three episodes with like the first week, mm-hmm. and then it flies through these three weeks of people living with the people they have chosen. Yeah, it's too fast. It's, mo- it's too, moving too quickly for me. I, I think it's because there's just not enough drama going on in that show. But oh, because the dramatic people walked away. <laughs> yeah, that, the, the third episode it may may be the peak of that show. <laughs> it's pretty wild. I mean, it's super easy to watch, so I'm not complaining. It's Netflix. Yeah. It's great gym TV. Sure. Turn your brain off and watch attractive people like 
introduce strangers to their parents. Like it's it's always fun <laughs> so to watch because they all follow that formula. Yeah. But that's that. And then um, polished off Moon Knight on Disney Plus, which was Speaking eh. of Egyptian stuff. Yep. <laughs> Not enough mummies in that one. Not enough. I mean, Moon Knight's kind of a mummy. He's wrapped in I guess tape. Yeah. But yeah, you and I had the same reaction to that show where it's just like, yeah, you know, a lot of this Marvel stuff is just kind of, eh. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, I mean, I liked a lot of went. the pieces and I liked it until like episode four and then episode five and six really just lost me. Yeah, they just try to dump a lot of stuff on you and be like, "Well, that's it. We we saw that." And it's like, "What did we do there?" I don't know. Uh, I've been like, you saw Doctor Strange. I have yet to see yeah. Doctor Strange. I feel like if you want to do some nice teeing up, I feel like there's kind of mystical characters. We can have a little post credits scene that that. I mean, this, actually, that's the only one, thing I liked about Moon Knight was that it was its own thing, <laughs> that that it didn't try to tie in everything else. Like, that's cool. Do it, but just make it interesting if you're going to try and do that. Okay. Yeah. What about you? You uh, watch anything good in your wrapped quarantine? Up, yeah, wrapped up Tokyo Vice on HBO. It was terrible. I was really hooked in with the first episode. That show was bad. Uh, What's man's involvement after the first episode? He produced it. Okay. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, the only Who's thing the I was guy in that one? It's, it's uh, Ansel Elgort. Who actually, this is the only thing I thought he was actually decent in. I think he's terrible okay. at everything. Uh, but he had really good Japanese, and he was actually, he, I think he fit the, the setting of the show. Uh, it's just the show goes nowhere and they waste uh ken watanabe uh yeah don't recommend but uh aside from that just been watching another korean drama 25 21 about uh these teenagers in high school who practice fencing and play and and compete in fencing it's great the riveting It, it truly is it's a back and forth fight so anyways Try we'll leave you with that. Here. Yeah, get yeah. better, get well soon, Corey. If you're listening, by the time you're listening to this, Corey will be long in the clear. I think we're gonna say Corey will be long dead. I mean, potentially, I mean, yeah, should not laugh would, about that because it's still serious. It's COVID. Thing. It is still really, yes. It is, but very, Corey is very much of the mind of the. He's a healthy young man. Listeners, I'm looking at him right now. His skin is in the right complexion. He's not pale. It's <laughs> one thing I work on. Yeah. So I, I think by the time you're hearing this. We might have seen the movie already because we plan on going the earliest possible showing we can in the U.S., which is Wednesday the 17th. I believe or so. Is it 18th. Oh, Wednesday the 18th. 18th. 18th, yeah. So we'll be going to see it then. And hopefully, we'll definitely getting an episode to you as quickly as possible about how we enjoyed it. So yeah. thank you yeah, for listening and hit them with the plugs. You know where to find us. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're always respond- responding to you guys. Uh, hit us up at lordsgrantham at gmail.com. Also, if you so choose, we have our, our backlog of podcasts on our Podbean website. Leave us five, five star rating and reviews on iTunes and Spotify if you so choose. And there's merch out there if you want to look it up. Yeah. And, and we have a Patreon too. And we'll be getting more content on there soon too. Yeah. We have to, we'll, we'll be back on there. Obviously, someone did. But, someone did recommend us going and watching the three episodes of Freezing, potentially of Hugh Bonneville and uh, Elizabeth McGovern. They're only a half hour each. It's only three episodes total. Three episodes total. We're done. You got me. Yeah. There you go. So, you know where to find us, and you will hear from us again very soon. <laughs>